Hey guys, back on the couch today. I got Mandy joining me from um, Mandy MH Performance. MH Performance, <laughs> that's the one. Yep, so I'll let you introduce yourself and then we'll go from there. Um, hey guys, so I'm Mandy. So I run um, MH Performance Coaching in Wangara. So we are a pretty much all female gym, um, all centered around athletic performance, but also body composition. Um, so that's pretty much what we do in terms of the gym, but we also do a lot of like nutrition. So I'm a nutritionist as well. Um, and all my coaches have done nutrition courses as well. Um, and we've got, I've got three full-time coaches there who are all fully booked as well. So busy. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, how long have you been in the industry for now? Um, look, I think personal training wise, I'm coming on about six or so years. Um, prior to that, I did a strength and conditioning internship while I was at uni. So that was a year and a half. Um, but I reckon I've been studying since I was 19. So like 10 years now. Wow. Um, so doing my degree, which was actually in teaching. So, um, bachelor of education in PE got to my third year and I was like, Ooh, I don't know if this is for me. Love teaching, but like, just didn't like that. You know, the kids didn't really want to be there. You know, they had to be there, but they weren't really eager. Um, and I was a bit unsure what I was going to do. I was just going to see out the degree. And then Dr. Stephen Bird came to one of my classes and he did a um, huge presentation on like strength and conditioning and like all of the data he was getting from like all these rugby league teams in terms of measuring their performance and then monitoring their training loads. And I was just like in awe. I was like, what is this? This is like a whole new realm. I've never seen this before. Like, can you really look at all these things? Like, what are they doing? Um, And then he advertised an internship. So I was like, I'm in, done, sign me up. So that was a year and a half while I did my undergrad strength and conditioning internship internship working with and I ended up working with an academy netball team so that yep. kind of sparked okay, yeah. my interest in netball and then from there came to Perth to do my master's in sports science which obviously specialized in netball and strength and conditioning so um it's been a long journey <laughs> yeah and um were you previously a netball player yourself I am not a netball player oh, wow, okay. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I think I played when I was in primary school like a little bit um, but I actually come from karate and Muay Thai now. Yep, yep. Um, so that's, I'm actually a combat sport athlete. So that's my history. No team sports, no yeah. anything. So it wasn't until, I was always like interested in netball. Like if I was going to play a team sport, that'd probably be it. Um, but when I did my internship and got the squad and I had, I was like, cool, you got to learn about netball now. And that's when I kind of saw like, holy shit, there's a ton of injuries in this sport. There's no research, like looking at proper injury prevention programs for netball athletes. Um, I was like, no one's doing anything in this area. And that kind of where I sparked my interest and then came to Perth to work with Dr. Greg Haff, um, who his lovely wife, um, Erin Haff, also a strength coach who was working with the fever. So he had an interest in netball too, yep. and then did my research degree looking at Is actually- he, uh, Olympic lifting coach. Olympic lifting course? coach, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so probably the best Olympic lifting coach in the world. Um, yeah. Greg is like phenomenal. So to work with him was like, a complete honor and he was the head of the NSCA when I was working with him as well so and Erin is an amazing coach too an amazing Olympic weightlifter um yeah, yeah. and she helped with my study as well so I got to coach alongside her which was next level and Greg too um and then that kind of where all the netball interest sparked and my thesis was obviously in that and then the my netball program developed from there that's really cool <laughs> wow there you go yeah so it's quite a, quite an extensive amount of um study and research yeah. has gone to what you do yeah um, i think that's really cool for listeners to learn who people who um might have injuries or people yeah. who are looking for a coach specifically for that yes. to reach out to you we're very um, niched yes. yeah, no, that's <laughs> awesome though but that, that means you get to um you get to really help people on such a level that no one else can yeah in that absolutely. area right so that's really okay. cool um, yeah, in ways of personal training, did you start off Oh yes. PT? Yeah, so it was a funny story. I got hit, moved, so I'm from the East Coast, yeah. um, moved here for my glad master's degree. Now. Very glad I'm not there now. <laughs> yeah. My friends and family are there, so my heart uh, goes out to Melbourne. Um, yeah. But, uh, so moved here to do my master's, and obviously, you know, I was on Centrelink doing uni. Moved here, yep, Centrelink, they were like, no dramas, we'll keep your payments on, you're still studying. Then I got here, and four months later, they're like, actually your course isn't approved so we're going to cut all your payments oh, wow. and i was like they make you back awesome. pay or anything they tried to but i was like <laughs> you literally signed me off and said you know that it was an approved course and yeah. um so i didn't have to have having to pay anything back thank god yeah. but no they're like we're cutting you off so i was like okay live on the other side of the country now <laughs> i'm gonna yeah, have to work full family. time yeah, yeah i have yeah. no other choice so um i was like oh logical choice was just to go into personal training yep. um and 
always thought like I would end up in professional sport. Like that was just the pathway um, that I thought I would end up in and I wouldn't, and personal training was just going to be temporary. And then just, I worked with just so many girls. Like I've always worked with those girls like in their twenties, um, you know, that got lots of yo-yo dieting, eating disorders, like never really strength trained. And I just loved it so much. And I, at the moment I just, I could not step away from it because it's just such a need for it. Um, there's still, you know, so many girls doing all that stuff. Um, and th- there's just a need for it. So, and I love it too much to step away from it yeah. now. So that's why we've still got, even though we've got the athletic performance and the netball side of our business, we have a very big, um, body composition side and personal training side to our business as well. But it all intertwines because even though, you know, the programming, the goals are different, the exercise prescription, the way we coach is very similar, you know? So it's, um, it's about delivery, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Um, so I could never step away from that now. So, yeah. Um, the PT is a huge side of what we do and the body composition is massive. massive. Yeah, I love it. That's really cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, when did you start working off when you were PT? Um, that must have been 2014. Yeah. Um, and then I was at uh, Plus Fitness in Joondalup for okay, yeah, five yeah. years with Tom. I don't yeah. know if you know no, Big no. Tom. Um, uh, he was phenomenal to work for. Yeah. And then uh, from there, obviously, opened my own facility. We ended up just kind of like growing to a point that it just wasn't feasible in and with the netball program as well. So I was working at a two gyms, netball program at one gym, PT and the other at plus I had a coach working underneath me at plus and we yep. were just driving all over the place at one yeah. point. Cause we had a, like um, one or netball team we were working with. We were literally driving between three gyms and we're like, this is out of control. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, financially the amount of rental paying for all of it was just made more sense to have our own facility and, now we the growth potential is so much greater. We yes. can do what we want. We can get more girls in. We can help more people. I can have more coaches, and it just made so much more sense. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's been is it three years now since you opened. It's only been a year and a half. A oh, year and a half. So oh, okay. it was yeah. March last year that we opened, and then we yeah. just expanded um, through the unit next door as well. So That's now, so awesome. yeah, yeah it's exciting. Which everyone said to me before, like you're gonna need a bigger space, get a bigger space, and I was like, no, I'm just happy with my small space, and like yeah. <laughs> I just want to remain like and everyone's like nah just get bigger and I was like nope and yeah. then a year later we're like we are need yeah, yeah maximum capacity that's so good though that you have that <laughs> space available though to move into yeah sometimes you don't you gotta move you exactly know, to location and you just move next door it's, oh that's yeah a so it was yeah. like now we've got like unit one the one unit for all group training so yep. now our boot camp girls our netball program and we've also got a cheer dance program oh program wow that's really well. cool yeah so naomi's the head of that um and that's targeted towards like cheerleaders gymnastic athletes dancers yep. and all strength and conditioning as well so, so cool. they get the whole gym to themselves and then we've got the pt side in the other unit as well where all our pt clients come in there so yep. um it's been really good in terms of space uh, and my PT, my PTs are pretty happy because I built them a nice office. So yeah. they'll have their own desk now. We're not all yeah. cramped in like a two by two little console office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, flat business, uh, working multiple gyms, moving into your own space, expanding. <laughs> what, what's the future for you, Maddie? Oh my God. Um, look, everything we've done, it's kind of been like, I'm goal-orientated person, but not like very specific goal-orientated. So everything we've done, we've just been like pushed to kind of do. So in the commercial gym space, we grew out of that. We had to get our own space. We grew out of that. We had to get the unit next door. So it's just kind of seeing what kind of happens next. Um, And especially with like COVID was like a massive thing, I think, for everyone. Um, We were due to expand before that. So we had to put that on the back burner Mm. and it's like, do we do it? Do we not do it? Like, you yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but obviously ended up just biting the bullet and doing it. So, yeah. um, which I think for everyone that wasn't directly affected by COVID, it was kind of a little bit of a blessing. I think everybody got some really positive benefits out yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, or, or realized what's actually important. Um, which was, which has been really good. Um, but at the same time, there's still so much unknown. Yeah, that. this is so true. Yeah. yeah, you don't know what could happen. No. Yeah, especially like Melbourne, we think like come out lockdown, back in lockdown. Yeah. Lockdown, like, like their gyms yeah. have now been closed for six months. Yeah, like I can't even imagine what yeah. that would be like. Um, yeah, as a business owner, like how would you yeah support your staff? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and my manager, so my sister, she's like run the whole back end of MH Performance. Yeah. Um, first point of contact when you email, she's the best. But she's in Melbourne. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah. she works from home. Um, just lockdown, but it's been good for her. She's 
not not big on the training side of things. Yep. So she started training, started tracking her food, yeah, she started getting oh, really awesome. good results. Yeah. So for her, it's actually been really good because um, she's taken control of her health and yeah. um, it's been awesome. But I think at the same time, it's like, all right, move it along. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and if you saw what I shared the other day, Marka Tobre did a really good post about... Um, yes, I did. Yeah, I saw <laughs> yeah, that. That was really cool. About yeah. um, Dan Andrews' approach to COVID being equivalent to a coach prescribing a 500 calorie diet and yeah. was claiming that it worked. So whatever ramifications, it's like, who cares? Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I laughed at that. I thought that was very relevant. <laughs> yes, very true. Yeah. You see Tony and Tony Dodi is pushing... For um, you know, like how stupid is have I saw that pubs open but not gyms. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And we, we, you know, we're in a, a, a age where mental health is such a massive priority, and exercise is a huge part of that. And we've got tons of research to support, you know, the exercises effect on mental health over alcohol. Over alcohol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yet we're keeping gyms closed when it's so easy for us to. Um, you know, man the area, keep it clean, clean yeah. it before and after, yeah. limit shared equipment. There's so many things that can be done. Yeah. Um, I know in New South Wales, I think they had to have a marshal on at all times. So wow. some yeah. 24-hour gyms literally had someone on all hours of the night, even yeah. though there might only be one person in the gym. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, we're very, very blessed over here. For anyone listening and you don't know where we are, we're based in WA. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's where we're talking from. <laughs> recording from and if you listen to another year it's currently 2020 and um, <laughs> unless you've been sleeping under a rock it's been a pretty you know up and down year definitely definitely <laughs> yeah yeah how did you guys go over COVID what was your plan action um oh look we did well considering I have to say but um I remember the day like we we were a bit unsure when we got told gyms had to close it was like do we fall into that there was no like there yeah. was no regulation so is it studio. PTs yeah, one-on-one yeah. studio it was so different um, so like our networkers came in that morning, they were like, surely you guys won't have to close. Cause it was like midday or something. Yeah. And I was like, I literally don't know. And I'm like looking at all my mates that own gyms. No one's posting everything, anything or doing everything, anything. I think everyone was just in the yep. same boat. Like, what do we do? And then we had a meeting. We're like, we may as well, let's just close. So we made the decision yeah. and that was like soul crushing. Cause it was like 10 One years year of hard them. work, yeah. potentially just gone overnight really. So um, I was really fortunate. My team were just like straight on it. They were like, nah, next day in the gym, filming like a hundred different exercises, putting all these programs together for our one-on-one clients, moving everyone to an online client, fine-tuning all of our systems for that. So within a week, we had like everything running. Um, All of our online, obviously we had a lot of clients that lost jobs. Um, which was really unfortunate. People are just a bit too cautious. To, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or losing shifts or just like, yeah. So there was obviously big drop there, but we did mm. have um, a significant portion go to online coaching, which was good. So we were catching up with them every week on Zoom. We were all at the gym every night running like Zoom sessions. Yeah, like we were training so yeah. them. Um, and then I developed a eight-week home program in that time as well. So I was like, you know what? Let's get this out. Um, everybody's stressed, like everyone's just got, no one can go to the gym, no one can train. And for most girls, that's like, what do they do? They've got no idea. Um, so the home program ended up doing really well. We created like a Facebook group where we had over a thousand girls on there. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just pumping out so much information like nutrition, counting calories, macros, like gut health, um, stress, anxiety, like any information we could. Like we sold the ebook for like $35.00. Let them have access to the Facebook group, just giving them as much information and support yeah. as possible. And the feedback was like, I don't even know how, like, I'm so glad you did this. Like, yeah. this has saved me during COVID. I feel like I have structure and order. And, like, all the girls are super supportive of one another. They'd ask questions. They'd answer it. They'd, like, give each other positive feedback. It was such a – and we've still got the group going and it's still a really good environment because there's still people, obviously, in Melbourne purchasing it, asking questions. Um, so that was really, really good. Um, and then all I said, I was like, let's just focus on like getting content out. That's all we can do. And then, um, so when this is over, whenever that is, we can, we'll be back and hopefully it'll grow us and go back to where we were anyway, um, which worked well for us and it was good, but yeah, it was, I don't think I've ever worked harder than that period (sighs) of time. Like I think I had eight weeks and I did not have one day off, but it's a different world going from coaching all day to sitting at a computer all day. Oh, <laughs> that in itself was like mentally fatiguing. Yes, I was like, I had a new appreciation for my like clients that do that now. Yeah, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. I was like, wow, one day like I forgot to eat 
Yeah. And I was like, that's just completely unlike me. Like, my yeah. whole day is, like, structured around yeah. my food. Like, when am I going to eat? And then I was like, one day I'm like, it's four o'clock and I haven't eaten. Yeah. <laughs> what has happened? Yeah. And, like, drinking more coffee. and just like, to stay away from yeah, the screen. Yeah. Just, like, and, at... like, my eyes were so much, like, I wear glasses at the computer. But after COVID, I was like, I <laughs> now see. need them more regularly um, just from to- looking at that screen so often. Um so and like just your hips get so much tighter your back gets tighter um so it's a, it's a different experience for me i was like can't wait to get people back do it for like 30 years yeah and they come and see you and it just gives you that little insight of like you know what the, what people do every day yeah. for like years on end exactly yeah. exactly and just dealing with like with the tight hips and the back pain yeah. and the rounded yeah. shoulders and the shoulder pain yeah, um, and bad vision and yeah, <laughs> yeah and yeah. it's good now they've got like you know like the apps and, yeah yeah stuff that tell you like get up and walk like yeah. get up and do things and like that's one thing i tell my clients all the time like you need to get up every like hour or so and just do some stretches or yep. walk around or do something um so you're not seated seated that entire time exactly uh, yeah. you need a good chair as well yep. and then the standing desks are really good i thought yeah. about that during lockdown i was like should i just get a standing desk um i also moved house the week that we closed the gym wow as okay. well yeah. so that was like stressful hectic as yeah. well um but my partner was really good he was like look I'll do everything. You just sort everything out. And I was like, yeah. I can't leave this computer. <laughs> <laughs> what does your partner do? Is he working in the industry too? FIFO. He used to yeah. um, work in the industry, but he's now um, a diesel mechanic at the yeah. moment. So um, he ended up going to a two and two roster during COVID and has just gone back to two and one now. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, it was good having him home more in that period. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah help you out with Especially things. with the moving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The last thing you want to do is, yeah, lease ends. And yeah, and I was like, away. rent You're my like, house out as well oh. during that period as well. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, okay, everyone's just lost their jobs and I need to rent my house out. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to get shit. like a tenant in there that, you know, is going to have lost their job and then can't pay their rent because yeah. there was a lot of tenants that, you know, say that happened to. So I was like, I might as well just leave it vacant for a while and just wait. Yeah. Um, but I got lucky and got a couple of engineers in there. So I was like, That's Sweet. so good. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it always in work. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Plenty, especially in Perth, there's still so much going on. Yeah. Like, even over COVID, you know, the uh, construction industry, everything was still thriving. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. And everyone's on the home renos now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, they weren't going to shut down mining over. No, <laughs> that's what I think in, in WA. It was like, there's such strict border restrictions it's like if we close down mining here that's going to be a big big problem for yeah, the yeah, entire country yeah, um yeah. so it was good because you know we're not essential workers um yeah. apparently yeah, yeah. um but um my partner was so yeah. <laughs> i was like see i'm not essential apparently <laughs> i'm not important yeah exactly <laughs> no i love it that's so cool um, let's bring it back. So yes. like, what's some of your core beliefs for going back around to like training and nutrition for people listening and interested in what you do? Uh, let's go into that. So obviously we train a lot of females. So there's a, there's a few things when it comes to training the female that are absolutely vital before you even get to the training and the nutrition side of things. So like number one is uh, they need to be in a safe environment. Okay. That's like number one. Um, it, they need positive reinforcement. Um, that's really important to keep them motivated um, and keep them on track. Um, and they need a good atmosphere as well. So it has to be, and it needs to be a good vibe in the gym, good banter. They need to really enjoy their time. So if like, you know, they come in, they've had a bad day, they're feeling like shit, need to be able to flip their mood in the first couple minutes. That's like the biggest thing. Make them feel safe, give them a really good environment Love to train that. in. So, so important for them. And especially because I work, our netball program is 12 to 18 year old athletes. Um, so these girls are oh, in high wow. school. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to picture the amount of um, stress that would be under. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is, There's, and and especially during COVID for especially them, they body had changes, mindset, yep, change, hormones. Yep, they had everything taken away from social them. Social media. Yes, yeah. the netball season was taken away from them. Well, initially, then they got it back, but it's a shortened season, not allowed spectators. So was really lucky they were able to play. Um, obviously, they were getting homeschooled for a bit. Like, it's been a really tough year for them. And then they do have all these other external pressures. So there is, like, body image is a huge thing. Um, social media is a massive thing. Comparison, all that kind of stuff. So um, our, obviously, strength training 
the program for them is obviously very targeted around injury prevention and improving performance. But at the same time, the communication and how we coach them is so important. So how, you know, you might have a 12-year-old and a 17-year-old doing a similar program if they've never strength training before. But how you coach them is so different. So in terms of their emotional maturity, um, you know, and, and how they respond to certain mm, cues yes, yeah. um, and then not overloading them with too many cues and really just focusing on okay we want to progress them we're not chasing perfection if they if you give them five cues in one rep they're like freaking out they're like oh my god and then they start to have and this is not just exclusive to the younger girls but the older girls as well too much they start to think oh i'm a failure I'm, i can't do this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be able to do this this isn't for me so it's about showing them and giving them what they can do to give them get them feeling good get them feeling confident um and then giving them harder tasks over time so that's like the biggest thing when it comes to training the female and especially the young athletes and i always say to my coaches i'm like if you can coach a 12 year old well there's really not many people you're not going to be able to coach Um, and make them have make sure they enjoy it they have fun um like your communication is key like we're, we're always talking like you know, obviously when they're doing their exercises, we want them focused. Yep. Um, but during that rest period, you know, how's your day? How's school? How's everything going? Like, what do they enjoy? What gets them excited? Yeah. And getting all that information out of them and so they enjoy their time. So, like, the netball girls that we have in the program, like, they well, some of them are just keep, they do every term. So, we've had girls in there since it started. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So, going on, like, three years, like... Um, and it's just be- one of the biggest reasons is, yes, they get a great result. Yes, they haven't been injured. Yes, they're strong, but they love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. the community vibe. Um, it's They feel confident in the gym, which reflects outside the gym. And I think the biggest thing with girls overall is once you get them confident in the gym, they're just confident everywhere. Confident in their relationship, confident in their work life, conf- um, confident in their study, confident in social settings. Um, and I love that. So good. Yeah, yeah seeing that so, transition so is like the best thing as a coach. Um, or they spark, They if, when they start to believe that they can do things in the gym, they're like, what can't I do? I can do anything. Yeah. And they start to, they'll change their job or they quit their job or they leave a toxic relationship and they start to get all this confidence um, and you start to see it in other aspects of your life. And that's like, that's the paramount, I think, as a coach is when they're able to do that and seeing that just something so basic, like getting them stronger, getting them confident in the gym can do that. Yeah. And this is before, like, their bodies really changed <laughs> most just, of the time. This is just learn the process of, um, you know, making progress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in terms of body composition, obviously, you know, we do get a lot of girls with a ton of issues. So we're getting the girls that have had a long history of eating disordered or they've done yo-yo dieting their whole life or this is kind of the PT side of things. Um, you know, we've got PCOS, endo, the gut issues that we get are like next level now. And I don't know it's if the most it's common for you, uh, gut problems. From, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, um, I'm not sure why <laughs> it's so common now. Um, or if we're just talking about it more, um, it's something like I've personally suffered with for yeah. eight years. Wow. Maybe? Okay. Yeah. yeah so I've got a handle on it the past two years, like working once I figured out kind of the issue, what was going on, how to manage it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like probably for the past year, my gut's been the best it ever been. Wow. But since yeah. 21, um, I've had problems. Gee, yeah. um, and uh, so the gut's like a bit of a hobby for me. Like I find it really interesting and I Especially love it. Especially nutritionists. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's hard though because... The research is not much when it comes to the gut. There's still so much that we don't know. Mm. Um, and even like, you know, following people like Gabriella, Dr. Gabriella Fendaro, who's like phenomenal. Um, but it, I had a consult with her just to have a chat and pick her brains. And a lot of the answers are we don't know yet. Wow. Um, okay, yeah. Because there's still so much research to be done on that area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so much more stuff coming out, gut health plans and gut health protocols and all this stuff. But there's no real research to support a lot of that stuff. Um, but I think now it's like, you know, the girls that have done all the yo-yo dieting or the eating disorders, all that stress on the body. Plus, we've got more stress now with work and COVID and people tend to put more stress on themselves. We've got more anxiety, more depression. Um, More use of antidepressants. Yeah, exactly, which also has a negative effect on your gut health. Any antibiotic is going to have an issue for the gut. Um, So we're seeing girls that are coming in and they're like, I look six months pregnant or nine months pregnant every day. And I'm like, and I, every time I get a message, because I've been through it, I'm like, my heart just like bleeds for them. I'm like, oh, (laughs) 
I know exactly yeah, what you're going through. Course, so, yeah. um, and it sucks and it's, it's, we've got to work hard to kind of get through it. Um, and a lot of it is like, okay, you've just had 10, 15 years of abusing your body through dieting, through overtraining, alcohol, through alcohol, that, yeah. going out every weekend, whatever else you're doing on the weekend. Um, and then working heaps or, you know, relationship stress. And now you're having all these health problems and we have to now reverse that. And yeah. I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that like, I can get rid of, I can fix all that in four to six weeks. And I did a post on this the other day yeah. because I was a little I bit that, fired yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit, it's not happy. <laughs> I know, I don't often do like red posts or yeah. anything, but I was a bit like, if you've been having issues for 10 years, it's not going to get like it could get better in four weeks, but it's not going to be gone it, in no. four weeks. It's not going to be fixed in four weeks. Mm. It's the same thing when, you know, they've been yo-yo dieting or restricted dieting for 10 years and you're like, cool, now I have to build your food up and I need to get you eating more Yeah. before we focus on fat loss. Yeah, um, yeah. And commuting, communicating that can be very that difficult. Trust. Building that trust. Yeah, like yeah you said, exactly. That's one of the things that you do really well is you provide that safe environment for yes. females to go talk to someone who's been through that. Yeah. And I suppose like we coaches, you train them or that we have similar beliefs or values to you and helping girls like that. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it is. They're coming in, they're too stressed. <laughs> they're yeah. training too much. And we run a... Um, no, I'm not a big fan of challenges, but we do run an eight-week boot camp for girls. Yeah, yeah, of course, but it's yeah. very different. And one of the things we do is we reverse diet them straight away and they yeah. only train three days a week. Uh, and it's two strength sessions and one conditioning session. And always uh, we do a big information night the week before just to explain it all because it's yep. daunting because most of the time they do an eight-week challenge and it's 1,200 calories, train five days a week. Um, and, too harsh, uh, and here yeah. I'm like, okay, so everyone is going to train three days. And I'm like, okay. I always get a question... So on my other days, can I just do, <laughs> can I just go to the gym or can I do some other classes elsewhere? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, you may not <laughs> because yeah. the reason you've come to us is because you've already done all of that. Yeah, it's and not working. It, it hasn't worked. Yeah. So the definition oh, of insanity amazing, is doing yeah. the same thing over and over again, expecting a different yeah. result. So no, you can walk <laughs> on your other days. Yeah, do something mindful. Yeah, like, yeah walking. Yes. Go do some yoga. Yes. Do some Pilates. Absolutely. Yoga. We're something. massive on the gratitude yeah. logs, the yeah. journaling, yeah. Um, the meditation, and the, the walks is massive for us yeah. as well. Because yeah. it is, we just got to, like, yes, we need stress to get results, but too much stress, yeah. not going to get results. You just got to give them time to disconnect, to reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and we found as well, especially with a lot of the girls, the gratitude logs and the journaling is so effective and so powerful. Um, and it affects like their mood. And then I've even noticed like I've changed nothing in any, someone's nutrition and training. And I've just said, do journaling for a week. And then they're like, oh, I didn't have any bloating last week. I'm like, hmm. Stress-related <laughs> yeah, stress symptoms yeah. is, is massive, isn't it? Yeah, like, exactly. How many things can be brought on by um, stress, like the feeling that you're dying or you're unwell just because you're stressed so much. Yeah, and yeah. stress is, has the, the power to knock over pretty much every system in the body, chronic mm. stress. So we've got obviously acute stress, which we like because, you know, we grow muscle and we burn fat there. But the chronic stress, um, that's when we start to see problems. And then obviously from there, you've got what we call allostatic load. So that's combination of all stresses, emotional, financial, training, dehydration, dieting. Moving house. If you're moving, moving house. house yeah, yeah bit all building up at the mm. same time. And obviously the higher allostatic load, the more negative consequences you're going to have in terms of driving inflammation, water retention, mm. um, body composition. Obviously, it's going to cause issues there, but digestion shuts down. Um, hormonally, we start to see problems. Um, thyroid, we start to see problems. Pretty much there's not a system in the body that doesn't get affected by a high allostatic load. Yeah. Um, and getting people to understand that. And I think... We live in a bit of a society where we kind of wear being busy as like a badge of honor. And I've been a victim of this in the past and I'm not proud of it. But, you know, when I did my internship, I worked two other jobs and did full-time uni. I was about to ask yeah. you about that. Yeah, I was like, how did you fit all that in? Exactly. Like? You know, yeah. I didn't think I was stressed at the time, but my health was massively sacrificed through that entire period. So during uni, um, worked two jobs, did my internship, um, was competing in both karate and I did two bikini comps. Wow. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look back now, I'm like, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Not That's smart. So, yeah, so much on the line. Like, yeah. you got so many more years. 100%. <laughs> and it, yeah. it took me, well, years yeah. to, to fix 
all of that. Mm. And then even when I did my master's, it was full-time master's degree, full-time PT. Um, so 40, 40 sessions a week of PT, plus obviously running, you know, business yeah, and rent models yeah. at the same time. Um, also doing competing in Muay Thai. And even now I look and that wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> I'm like, dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not smart. Yeah. Um, you know, yes, it's gotten me to where I am and been able to open the facility and work with so many people and have an amazing team. Amazing impact too. Yeah, yeah. it made a huge impact. At the same time, my health was massively affected by all of that and i think that was obviously a big cause of all of the gut issues so like eight years of gut problems um i've been to the bottom of whatever you want to call it adrenal fatigue mm. in inverted commas or adrenal adaptation just HBX, whatever whatever <laughs> yeah. people call it these days Time, all the time. <laughs> yeah exactly so i ended up getting like i was like what's like there's something wrong and when you, i knew that what was kind of, i was like it could be all these things but i didn't know what it was Ended up working with um, Dan Garner because I was yes, like, course, I need yeah. someone that understands females, also understands fighters and cutting weight um, and understands my job. And he ticked all the boxes. So yeah. he made me do like $1,200 of testing. So wow, yeah. coming back with like H. pylori, um, which is a really, really aggressive um, pathogen in the stomach, eats away your stomach lining. Oh, I don't know how long I had that for. God knows. Yeah, wow, okay. um, but that can develop into stomach ulcers. Yeah, and does that was is that from certain foods or lack of certain? They don't foods? know what it's from. Mm. Um, probably stress, to be honest. Um, along with the, I think just like potentially can be passed human, through human to human as well. Yeah. Um, and then if obviously your digestive system is weak for whatever reason, then it allows it to enter and grow. Of course, so, yeah. Yeah, and it reduces obviously hydrochloric acid in the stomach, which protects the stomach lining. Mm-hmm. So I had that along with two, I think, different types of overgrowth of bad bacteria. So dysbiosis, essentially. Yeah. Um, leaky gut, which was confirmed by a test. Unsure of how accurate it was, but... Was given my symptoms, it made sense. Yes, because um, yeah. when we look at even testing, even though you know some testing may not be accurate, or we don't have, there's not research to validate certain tests. We always look at testing in relation to symptoms as well. Of course, um, and yeah. if they match, obviously. Um, and I think it was like my cortisol was like way it was like below twenty whatever it is per day. I think I was at nineteen. Oh, it's yeah, like considered yeah. like bad yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and i was yeah. like this is why i feel like shit all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah, um jacked yeah. up too high yeah and then as a, caffeine too exactly yeah. and then as a result I had really really high estrogen um which wasn't getting detoxified properly because my liver wasn't working properly to detoxify it so that was really high and obviously gut problems are going to cause high estrogen as well so there was come back with all these problems but i was at the time i was just relieved i was like i'm so happy that i have an answer to all this shit that I've been going through. Um, and then it took probably a couple of years to deal with all of that pretty much. Yeah. So, you know, it came at a cost. Um, and it's an investment into your health, like yes, anything. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it was, you know, although there's been some benefits, it was a very prominent negative. Um, and so that's why now I'm very, I, I, don't, I don't do all of that anymore. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm no, like, I'm very structured with, what I do in terms of work and training and everything because I want to prevent ever going back there. Yeah. Um, so it might mean that we grow slower, <laughs> but that's fine. Sustainable. Exactly. Burnout, exactly. Right? Yeah. And I, I, you know, now know my body well enough. I know when burnout's near and I can, I know what to do to kind of prevent that now. Yeah. And I think maybe just being older and wiser. <laughs> how, how are you now? 29. 29. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so you kind of learn that. And even, COVID, I think COVID taught me as well, like, work is not everything. Yeah. You know, there are other things that are important. Like your relationships outside of that. Too. Exactly. The relationship, family is like the biggest thing. That is the most important thing. And I've always been someone that's put work first above everything um, and put a lot of pressure and deadlines on myself to do certain things. But I think COVID was like a wake up call, like, wow, that can be ripped from you in one day. And just, <laughs> you literally told you not allowed to do it. You're yeah. like, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, wow, that was a pretty big wake up call as well. Yeah. Um, so again, little blessing in disguise. Um, so I think as a society, we need to, being busy shouldn't be worn as a badge of honor. Um, I think, and when I hear people like, telling me all the stuff that they're doing. I work 19 hour shift. I'm like, that does not impress me. Mm. I'm like, no, that's... You've been there. You know yeah. what, you know the 
uh, the negative side effects of having exactly, ovarian Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, so she was a health professional. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, and I was like, I'm coaching and I'm preaching health and my health was in such a bad position. Yeah. And the way that we work in terms of our hours and everything is, is not ideal. Um, and so many coaches are in the exact same position is they're burnt out. Um, and it, it's very common in our yeah. industry, massive. Um, but we're then preaching health yeah, and exactly. the yeah. reduced stress yeah. and all this stuff. So um, there came a point, I think I was like, you need to take your own advice and step back a little bit and relinquish control. Um, and I have the best team on the planet, hands down, <laughs> um, who are like all phenomenal. Tammy um, doing all the back end stuff, just, you know, any problems now, I'm like, mm, just forward that to Tammy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't deal with that anymore. So that's your sister, isn't yeah, it? My yeah, my sister. That's oh, like, so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. she um, knows the business inside out and back to front. Um, I was... You know, it's, it's hard when you're coaching and doing all the admin side of things at the same time. Mm. I think back now, I'm like, don't know how I did it both. Um, and but I'm having a similar issue right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> get an assistant, I tell yeah. you. <laughs> it's like the best thing ever. It's hard, yeah. obviously, initially, like, you know, same with you. You've formed, like, your baby and you don't want to, like, let anybody in because yeah. you don't want anyone to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but when Tammy, like, it's I think, your sister, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tried to get her a few times um, before we opened the facility. I was like, I just want you to do a little bit for me. But she came from working in logistics, and she was like, I'm working twelve hour days. I literally can't. And I was like, okay, fine. And then um, she ended up quitting her job because it was just terrible working environment. As we opened yeah. the gym and yeah. dad was <clears throat> over helping me put together the gym. And yeah. I think she felt a bit left out. She's like, is there anything I can do to help? And I was like, yes, there is a hundred emails <laughs> yeah. in my email. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> How about Shift you respond them. to them? So she started yeah. kind of doing that and then... Over to, I was like, okay, let's start you at like three days a week and see how many hours you do. And then eventually she was like, I'm working every day. And I was like, all right, let's put you on as full time. Yep. And this is your role. Um, and she even started working with Woodford Sports Science Consulting wow, yeah, in awesome. Melbourne as well, doing yeah. some stuff for them before COVID. Um, in, yeah, just like, again, she doesn't come from a training background or anything. She's just like really good at the admin side of things, really organized, great with people. Yeah. Um, she's more than happy to like, if anyone, you know, calls up and they've got questions, she'll talk to them for an hour yeah. um, and just make them, again, making them feel safe, yeah. um, building trust with them, you know, making sure that they're a right fit, making sure they're going to feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, before they even get to me um is i've already got that point of contact with her and she really like we do really care about them and we want to make sure they're a right fit yeah. um we want to make sure that they're going to be comfortable and they are going to trust us because when they come in and you're like okay i need to get you eating more most girls are digging their heels in straight away mm. um so you have to have that trust and train less like, did i yeah. train 10 times last week yeah exactly <laughs> you're like okay let's just Try and go back. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's like trying, they need to be comfortable with you. They need to un, like feel like it's the right environment. Um, and then I, I think the other biggest thing with them as well is they need to understand that everybody's on their own journey uh, and it's so easy to compare yourself to oh, even, yeah. even before and afters. Like I get some messages and they're like, my results aren't the same, like, as some of the before and afters that you put up were not as quick. Like, I need to do more. I'm like, you're different. Like, yeah. your circumstance is so different. So, 100% lifestyle factors are such a big thing. Exactly. Like and someone that, that has kids. Yes. Or, yeah. you know, or is that's married and has a job and has a mortgage yes. versus someone who's single and probably has all, much more time in the world. They're going to get very different results. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they, like, you know, your lifestyle... Um, you know, their history, everybody's so different. Yeah. Um, you know, a financial is a huge well, aspect as well. Like, yeah. you know, in terms of food, how much, what are they going to be able to afford? Supplementation wise, what are you going to be able to afford? Or, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two minute noodles tonight. Oh, no, yeah. Well, they were the days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just eating whatever you could. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but there's a toasted sandwich with nothing in there. Yeah, yeah. And that's like one of the biggest questions I get since I've been doing like the program ebooks is like, do you have meal plans that come with them? And I've got a post about this as well that I continually share. Is like I don't do cookie cutter meal plans mm. that yeah. anybody can just buy. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's there's tons of them out there now. But I'm try- one of the biggest things I'm so passionate about education and them understanding that. Yeah. 
you could follow one plan. Well, are you going to follow one? Are you going to follow that plan for the rest of your life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're That's not, what it's about. Yeah, you're That's not building about. any skills yeah. around nutrition and how to be flexible yeah. or, you know, or what, you know, any knowledge around nutrition and fiber and all that kind of thing for your health, which is yeah. different to this person's health. Um, there's no skill with, attached to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nutritionally, everybody's different. So if you want to do that, that's something you need to work one-on-one with someone. Otherwise, you're just wasting your money. 100%. Yeah. I can't agree more. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to... I'm not going to take your money just because it's easy. Yeah. Um, like, I want you to get a good result and a good experience. But most of all, when you finish working with me, you should have the tools to go and do it yourself. I love that. Yeah. That's a, I say that over with every console I do, yeah. I, I say the exact same thing at the end. It's like everything I'm about to teach you for as long as you work with me, whether it's three months or three yeah. years, is something that I want you to be able to repeat onwards for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's not just what you do in these three months or three years. Exactly. Uh, people are like, oh, that makes so much sense. I'm like, yeah, because you know, there's no point just getting a result after three months and going back. Yes. And it's like you just want to build those habits and find something sustainable for your lifestyle. Yeah. That's what it's about. And that's it. It's like we are doing them a disservice if they finish and they just go back to their old ways. Like yeah. we haven't done our job properly yeah. if they're just going back to what they were doing. We haven't taught them anything uh, about nutrition, about training, about lifestyle and how to maintain a healthy lifestyle for the rest of their life. Um, So I want them to leave and be like, I'm confident with nutrition. I know what I'm doing. I know Mm. what my body can handle and what it can't handle. Um, I don't have any good or bad foods. (laughs) Same here. I preach the same thing. People like, you know, your girls come to me. I'm like, oh, so I bumped you up to... Um, the moment eating like, well, the ch- say they're only eating like 50, uh, 50 grams of carbs a day. Oh. Like, I can't eat carbs. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to give you 200 grams of carbs. <laughs> we'll just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think you'll enjoy this. Yeah, they're yeah. like, but I can't eat that many carbs. I'm like, let's just see what happens. And they drop weight and they feel less stressed and yeah. life's great and they can enjoy food with their partner yeah. out and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah and it's so, taking that like that stress away from food. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. taking away that stress from food as well. Like, oh my God, I've got to eat out. Am I going to bloat? Like, what am I going to order? What am I going to do? And then you can't even enjoy your time with your friends and your family because you're so, so stressed about what yeah. you're eating. And is is this meal going to sacrifice all my results? Like. Yeah. So uh, I get, you know, get those messages and it's like, I'm going out, what can I eat? And I'm like, whatever you want. And they're like, what? (laughs) I'm like, go enjoy yourself, relax. Like it's fine. I always, even, um, I think anytime they message me and they're like, I ate this, I've blown out, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, my response is like, I want you to think of last night like a one night stand. I just want you to get over it. (laughs) It's over. Move 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 on. on. We don't think about it again. (laughs) Next day, new day. (laughs) I'm going to use that for now. It's so good. I'm so using that. Okay, noted. (laughs) I'm like, that's how I want you to think of it. One night, not going to do much. Like, (laughs) um, it's not going to, like, one bad meal isn't going to ruin your yeah. whole week or your whole month. Exactly, if anything, yeah. it's probably just going to decrease stress, make you feel more relaxed and then you don't have guilt and everything around it. Yeah. And then you're going to have a better week and you're going to have enjoyed your time more. hundred percent. I yeah. can't agree more. That's really cool. Um, I wouldn't mind picking your brains a bit on um, something you bring up there about um, nutrition and mm-hmm. girls around it, right? So like, what's your first response from girls when you say, cool, I'm going to get you eating more carbohydrates? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so often they do come in like, I can't eat carbs, like yeah. they don't respond well to me. Um, and I th- again, the education side of things. So, okay, this is why you need carbs um, in terms of reducing stress, training performance. Um, and we might, I mean, I'll start them on to make them feel better generally. I'll give in to their psychological need a little bit. I'm going to say, I'm going to put you on a low-carb diet but their low carb is still like 150 grams of carbs. Yeah, Just exactly, because yeah. percentage wise, your fat is going to be higher. Yeah. So technically we're still on low carb. Yeah, but yeah. for them, they're like, this is more carbs than I've eaten. But I'm yeah. like, this is still low. It's just building that trust, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and most of them, if they've been eating, like they will say that like they only can have 50 grams of carbs a day and they might be doing that. But there's a fair chance they binge on the weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's a good thousand grams going in yeah, on exactly, Saturday night. Exactly. So if you're Taking the, the sodas and the freaking alcohol and the kebab at 3 Yeah, yeah. Macca's breakfast <laughs> and then the KFC lunch. And the- yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, it's just one, education. But two, I do, I will start them on lower carb. 
but they'll yep. still be it's still more food than they've ever eaten and i think the longer i've done this for the more savage i think i am with my calorie prescription so yep. i'm a big fan of just throwing people to maintenance and seeing what happens um, um and if it's a big increase compared to what they were eating i might meet them a little bit halfway yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to help them um yeah. psychologically but you know, even though physiologically, I know Every it doesn't make a, a difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Depends on how much they'll dig their heels in. And but, how long that will take for. Yeah. Because yeah, it might be a week to like, oh, I feel better. Okay, cool. we're going to go up a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they might go after two weeks. They're like, first week, they're like, I'm so full. I can't eat all this food. The next week, they're like, I'm starving. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> now we go up. <laughs> now we go up. Yeah, now yeah. it's time for more food. That's yeah. what it's like. Because they can get stressed if they're so full all the time. And so if I have to leave them a bit lower until they start to get hungry or try and give them, you know, less satiating foods. So to stimulate that hunger a little bit more, but still get the calories in. And one of the things I'm working um, in the MH group as well. So yep. our Facebook group, we did teach the girls how to kind of reverse diet. Um, and they're getting to a point where they're like, I'm eating that much potato. Like I'm so full all the time. Yeah. I'm starting to feel bloated. Orange grams of spotlight potato. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we had to have, I had to do a bit of a video for them explaining. And I was like, okay, so now you guys are eating so much food, you're probably exceeding fiber. So mm. now yeah. that's why you're probably, you know, fiber too little, not good, bloated, yeah. too much, also not good. We need to be kind of in the middle. Now we need to start including things like lollies. <laughs> And like rice cakes yeah, and yeah, yeah. honey and like Good. foods that don't Yum. have fiber, <laughs> yeah. tarts. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, foods that like have no, like low fiber, but yeah. we're still getting your carbs in, still getting yeah. your calories yeah. in. And that's a big mental hurdle for a lot of them. Yeah, They're like, 100%. I can't eat lollies. I'm like, why? Like they're bad. <laughs> Did you die when you were a kid eating <laughs> yeah, lollies? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why are they bad? They've got sugar in them. Okay. Did you watch that Netflix documentary? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, it's like, okay, well, at this stage, we yeah. need to get more food in you. You're already exceeding fiber. You're really full. Let's start sneaking calories in other ways that aren't going to be... And if you, it's really that stressful. Have them before training. Exactly. You know? Yeah, so you 100%. have more energy when you train and you feel yeah. good. And then they're like, oh... Well, like it, me during training. Yeah, during training. Exactly. <laughs> Just snacking on a bag of lollies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The dream, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it is a mental hurdle for them. Once they do it, this is awesome. It's like, this is not forever. Like eventually you're going to go into a deficit. Yeah. And you know, you in a deficit, you're going to want to eat more high volume foods like rice and potatoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like you're... Praying for rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like your lollies aren't going to be in your deficit plan because yeah. it's like, do you want to sacrifice 60 grams of carbs for three or four snakes? Um, no. <laughs> so there's periods of time where, yeah, you're building and you can be more flexible and you can have a bit more fun. And then you go into those periods where you died and you're like, okay, now it's time to, you know, I still got to get my fiber in. Always tell my girls fiber is like number one thing when it comes to gut health. Most of the girls that are having a lot of gut problems are not eating anywhere near enough fiber. Mm, 100%, so yeah. we say 15 grams per thousand calories of fiber. Yeah. Do you recommend using my fitness belt? Um, I like prefer Chronometer. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. track fiber as well. Yeah, it tracks fiber yeah, so in there good. too. Yeah. Um, that's a good thing about those tracking apps. Yeah. You can track things like you can see your sodium or you can see your fiber. Yeah. And it just helps a lot. Yeah, we yeah. use, um, with our clients, we use Keystone. Um, yep. So they obviously log very similar to MyFitnessPal or Chronometer and then we can see it on our end. We can yep. see what they eat. We can see a nice graph making sure they're meeting their line yeah, of calories, yeah. which is really cool. Um, because then if they are having gut problems, we can go back and maybe try and link. Is it a food or is it, you know, what's going on? Um, what did you have? And like, oh, I was bloated yesterday. And you see that they had like Maccas the night before. And you're like, that might be why. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that could be why. Um, good prediction here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, big fan of like, yeah, chronometer. I've yeah. never really, I don't really like my fitness pal. I think with my fitness pal, Anyone can add any food. Yeah, if you choose the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah so yeah. chronometers, I think, are a little bit more regulated in that cool. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're a big fan of that. And, like, tracking, like, obviously we're big fans of it because it, you're able to teach flexible dieting over time. And it is a spectrum. Like, yes, you want to get them to intuitive eating. And sometimes in their lives, they might not be a priority. So they might focus on intuitive eating for mm, a bit. And then yeah. they might want to get serious when we go back to tracking. Yeah. Or some girls might just cannot track. Um, and for those people, they don't track yeah. and we do other things with them. So it's very individualized again to the person. So tracking is definitely not going to suit everyone. Yeah. If someone's had like, you know, serious eating disorders, 
um, for a very long period of time while they've been hospitalized, it's definitely not something that you want to teach them because you know already that they have an obsessive personality. Yeah, of course, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like getting them to a point and then, you know, if they think it would be okay, um, and I won't even tell them the calories and macros that they're on because there's sometimes a fear factor. Yeah. If they knew that they were eating 2,000 calories, they might freak out. But if they don't know, they just keep eating their food yeah. as normal. Just give them the amounts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, just tell them these are, these are kind carbs. of... Yeah, this yeah, is... That's what I want you to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I, kind of what I want you to eat um, and give them some rough guidelines. Or And even if that's too stressful for someone, it's like, okay, let's just focus on having four serves of protein a day. Yeah. And, um, you know, vegetables and yeah, like... Yeah, just move your food around that way. Around it and exactly, just, yeah, and stress away. yeah, and it's yeah. important, I think, for girls to understand it's it's a spectrum. Yeah, it's not like you have to track, you have, or you have to do this, you have to do that. It's like what is suited for you based on your context and your environment and um, what you like doing as well. Like, I love logging and tracking. Yeah, like I'm a fan of it. Love data. Um, yeah, it's love data. it. Love yeah, it. And now, listen, yeah. you've got apps now. Ten years ago, we had to use like an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember making my first one. Yeah, yeah, trying to get nutritional information off this like calorie food thing online yeah. and then copying and pasting yeah. an Excel spreadsheet and then doing the grounds and pin the formula in. and I was like okay I've only got another 100 entries to go yeah. this shouldn't take too long yeah exactly and I did the exact same yeah. thing and I was like wow this is so stressful <laughs> this is like and now we just like scan a barcode yeah. and it comes straight up and yeah, you're like so cool Ooh. and yeah. I like I love it it works for me um and I, I like being able to be flexible. Doesn't work for everybody though, and you know I like to get my clients to a point that they're flexible. Um, or if they don't, if it's not for them, it's not for them. Um, yeah. And I, a lot of girls do get in the mindset of oh, there's one way to do everything. There's one magic meal oh, plan. Sure, there's yeah. one magic number. Um, yeah. Then that's going to get me the dream body. And it's like no, <laughs> there's yeah. the method and the that works for you at this point in time. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I think so. is important for them to understand as well. It's like what works for you now might not work for you in a year's time mm. or when you have kids or when you, you know, all these other things come into play and we have to modify the method that suits yeah. you at the time. Um, and that changes. Like it's not going to be one meal plan or one macros for the rest of your life. It's like depends on what you're going through, what's happening, um, and then altered based on that. Yeah. I think that wraps it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's 15 minutes there. So, oh, wow. um Thank you so much for coming on board. Really appreciate it. I think the next podcast. Oh, uh, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, Joe, I'll leave some information in the bottom of the podcast description on your with your website and your Instagram profile. How awesome. people get a hold of you. But otherwise, do you want to just leave a note on how people can reach out to you? Um, firstly, thank you so much for having me. I'm okay. completely honoured to be on here. Um, to get on to me, um, Instagram is probably the best way, Mandy Hopper underscore MHP. Um, and if you want to look at what we do, um, www.mhperformancecoaching.com. Um, everything's on there. Tons of articles, blogs, any podcasts that I've been involved in will be on there as well. Um, or you can always email me at mandy at mhperformancecoaching.com. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much, you. Mandy. Appreciate you coming on.